All right, and welcome back after a little bit of a mess up trying to get it recorded the first time. Smidge of a hiccup. Yep. Uh, just a touch of it. Yeah. Welcome to, I think this is episode 75 or last episode of 75. Uh, we, we might be on 75 now. I remember that we hadn't changed the numbering or we hadn't changed the title because I looked at it earlier today and it was episode 74 for Sonic. I was like, that's not correct. That's not close either. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them. So we've got to count them back up again because we uh, sure do don't have it written down anywhere. Hey, welcome to episode. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right? Yeah. Uh, uh, like, subscribe. High quality production. Yep. Rate and review. Oh, we should. When we all see this, it should be high quality productions. Oh, there we go. It's, it's probably already taken, thing, but, but we could try. That'd be great. Um. Yeah. Twitter at HBR show, Instagram at HBR underscore show. I haven't posted on a lot of those recently. I'm very sorry. I need to do better. And we have not updated the Patreon like we promised to do last week. Whoops. Things happened. Probably not going to do it, but well, maybe next week. Mid-June. Yeah. Um, You've got things going on. And also then there's some holidays. With some work things coming up, we're barely keeping to schedule as is. Yeah. Once we get through those things, this should kind of be much smoother sailing. Absolutely. Um, and you excited for Kenobi? So uh, a little bit less now. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Did Halo um, get you gun shy? Well, no. Uh, I've been watch- watching a lot of film critique things recently, and some of them were critiquing the uh, the tr- pre sequel trilogy. So seven, eight, nine, and then they led into like Boba Fett. Okay. And I remember Boba Fett and how some of the stuff in there is just dumb. And how Boba Fett was supposed to be amazing. Yeah. I wasn't even that, like, I didn't think it was going to be amazing, but it didn't even live up to the hype I had for it. Right. I don't know. It's all, there's also been some leaks, some rumored leaks about the script for Kenobi. That are, well, of course. And, you and it might, them all. might be a bait and switch. Oh, and not be a total Kenobi series? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be an Anakin series? No, because I'd still be hyped on that. It's, is it going to be a character that I know who it is? No. Ashoka Tana? No, she's not in it, as far as I'm aware. Apparently, it's going to be, for a new character, the third sister, who's an Inquisitor, who's one of the bad guys from Rebels. They have the spinny lightsabers. I don't think her uh, spins. The helicopter dudes? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think her spins, but she... So she's not a spinner. She might be... Yeah, she's not a spinner. She might be the main character of it and she's the one that finds Kenobi and she was a Padawan that didn't get killed in Order 66. Anakin let one loose apparently and uh, apparently she will find Kenobi and it's just, I was like, oh god damn it. it I, I I just want it to be good. Just be good. Just be about Kenobi and all that fun shit. We'll see. I, I would love to be disappointed. I hope I'm disappointed is how I'm going to go with it. Uh, I'm also not necessarily super p- confident based on other stuff that has come out recently with Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, I don't know what you're pointing at, but I'll read it in a second. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy coming out saying that they're going to do persistent storytelling now, not trilogies for Star Wars. You know, a trilogy where you have a beginning, middle, and an end. Yeah. The easiest form of storytelling. They're mm-hmm. not doing that anymore. They're going full Marvel. Which has only worked out well for Star Wars so far. Well, it hasn't. And the issue with that is people think that Marvel's not really a. Um, <laughs> oh no! Is not really a trilogy, but really it's trilogies of trilogies. Yeah. There's a trilogy of Thor's, trilogy of Captain America's, da da da, so on and so forth. Yeah. And then you get to a penultimate movie and an ultimate movie. Yeah. It's a saga. Yeah, but like you're stringing They're together. Still, yeah. You're still using trilogy storytelling dynamics. Yeah. Just releasing them concurrently. Yes. So if they're not even going to do that, it's going to just be more disorganized, it sounds like. I would also say that the trilogy aspect is not the problem. Having a plan. The three-act story structure is kind of important, as it turns out. Mm. Even it. Okay. Not I, to derail us on the Star Wars immediately. Well, but. I was going to say, as somebody who's been writing a book. Yeah. Books. Uh for multiple years without... Books, books is a good book thing to say because you have an overarching plan generally for what you want it to be. Right. But like, I'm a... when In the literary con- 
community, there's plotter or planner, I forget what they're called, mm. and then pantsers, seat right. of the pants type of people. Ah. And I'm kind of a bastard of the two of them, but I still like, and if you're a like, I'm trying to think because I can't think of any great like pantser authors, yeah. but there are de- they definitely exist. Yeah. And it's like those guys just get it. They can see the whole story in their mind. They don't have to take any notes. The people doing Star Wars are not those people. No, no, they're not. <laughs> Plotters uh. make up probably 90% of that community and have to have an outline. And most people do. Yeah. There is a huge sliding scale of how much detail is in that outline, but you need an outline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't just say Palpatine returned and have that be explained in Fortnite. I'll never forgive them for that. <laughs> I yeah, we we will always be a little diametrically opposed on that because I actually enjoyed the third. I st- I hated Last Jedi more than I hated yeah, uh, yeah the yeah. third one. Yeah, which I think is kind of an op- it has developed into an unpopular opinion. Over no, time. no, I, I think that's still popular. I think enough people hate uh, the Last Jedi through and through. I don't like which, it either. It's functionally a better movie. It, yeah, it's a good sci-fi movie and not a good Star Wars movie. Yes, um, boy, because Ryan Johnson, who is a great director, he gave us Knives Out. Yeah, took one look at Cameron's plan and went, "I want to burn this all to the ground." J.J. Abrams. That's what I meant. Yep. Did Cameron come back and do the third one? No, J.J. Abrams, Abrams came back and did the third one. one. That, what, there wasn't a plan was the problem. J.J. Yeah. Abrams just set up a bunch of dominoes, and Ryan John said, I don't like these dominoes. Right, yeah. like, And in a way, that in itself is at least a little bit of an outline. Ryan Johnson was given an, yeah. some sort of structure where the story was heading, and like a DM who subbed in for a game yeah. went, nah, yeah. my story now. It's like, I don't like your big bag of evil guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do anything with these characters. I'm going to completely just get rid of their arcs. Yeah. Finn. Finn's whole arc got just destroyed. Yeah. He got, he, he probably he singularly got in, done the dirtiest. Yeah. He came in with maybe the in, most interesting character, a defecting stormtrooper. Was boiled and down to a, a laughing joke and also he, someone that was lectured at about the horrors of war and child soldiers, mm-hmm. which he was. What? Yeah, it was tough. It was real tough. And then he might have had the force or something in episode nine, but he never finished what he was going to say. Right. Yeah. Ever. In the whole movie, he didn't finish what he was going to fucking say. I know. It drove me insane. I thought he was going to tell Finn that he liked her. Yeah. Or Ray. Ray. Yep. Nope. He is Finn. He is Finn. Could have been telling, could have been saying that he liked Poe. I don't give a shit. He wanted to like himself. Yeah. (laughs) Ray. I've accepted myself. <laughs> Good for you. I'm trying to fight the fucking Dark Lord. <laughs> uh, apparently, fucking Kathleen Kennedy and the Star Wars team just haven't learned any of the right lessons from their failures. I'm reading a I... thing that just came up on IGN.com about how Solo convinced Lucasfilm to no longer cast new actors as classic Star Wars characters. They think that because they cast Ansel That's or whatever. not the problem all, with that movie. Their, yeah. They're like, we cast all narrow. I can no one knew who it was. It's not the fucking problem, you dumbasses. That one was always. What did you ever watch Solo? I yeah, feel like you did. Yeah, it was fine. It was a little bloated. Yeah, and it didn't uh, need to be a thing. I liked it. I liked that. Oh, I liked um, it too. But I think it was always never like. I wanted to. I wanted it to exist. You gave me a little bit too much of his backstory. Yeah. Instead of just him being. The bandit we thought he was. Yeah. The fact that they gave him the reveal on why his last name was Solo was <sighs> kind of a... Dr- like, that's one of those things where it's like a little internal groan, but overarchingly, if the movie was good, we would have been like, oh my God, yeah. that's how he got his name? Like, you know, yeah, that's something like, oh, that would have... that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that would have flipped if the movie was good. Yeah. Um, it would have been a fun little, like, Marvel type thing. Well, I the movie like. did, like, daring things. Like, yeah. you... It, so it was our first live action of... Or were you going to say... Well, I was going to say, spoiler alert, uh, so hop off if you haven't seen Solo yet, but it's been out eight years, so... Hop back on, because you're not going to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but, like, Woody Harrelson being kind of the penultimate bad guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, things where your big bad evil guy is kind of ambiguous, yeah. and your heroes are not totally heroes, and you're... Because uh, Amelia Clark kind of turns out to be a little bit of a bad guy yeah. who's pursuing... it, Like... 
She's mo- working for Darth Maul now. Yeah, the movie... Who's also alive. First time in live action, him being back since episode one. Is it Seth Green who does the Star Wars edits? No, uh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. I bet you I'm going to ask that every single time it comes up. But <laughs> You have asked it twice in a row, or two weeks in a row now, which um, is funny. If Topher Grace did an edit of Solo yeah. and parsed it down, if... If you did a cross edit and made like a four hour movie out of Solo and Rogue One, yeah, I bet you there's like a cross pollinated story that would be really good. Maybe, I could see it. I could I, see it being a thing. I feel like they could concurrently exist really, really well. I feel like you'd have to make it so that something in Solo helped spur Rogue One to make yes. it a con- cohesive story. You'd have you'd probably have Han Solo fighting on yeah the planet. And getting off of it before it exploded or something. Like, I feel like he'd probably be the one that even brings, like, the. You'd have to change up some stuff. Yeah. yeah you, like, but he definitely could be the one that's things. like, oh, yeah, I but, found this shit on this thing. And what that would do for Solo is it would place it closer to the events of the story and yeah. it wouldn't feel like we were retelling a backstory quite yeah. as much as it was, here's a solo movie about Solo as you know him. Yeah. Like, kind of a character that doesn't need an origin story, puts him into a better phase shift in that. Yeah. I mean, the other problem with it was it came right off the back of episode eight, where a lot of people were upset with star Wars and we're going to boycott. Like you're not doing a good job with this Disney. We're not going to go see it. Episode we're also eight. St- was that last Jedi? Yeah, that's last Jedi. Yeah. 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 yeah if this, if it had been released before last Jedi, instead it of probably after, been it probably would have been a pretty good move. Like yeah. it would have been a nice, nice little appetizer leading into yeah. it. The eighth. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that would have totally been fine. And if you're at the studio and you watch those two movies together and you went, let's put the more anticipated, bigger stinker in front of the other one. They didn't think they were stinkers. I know. Yeah. That's, yeah, I agree. Anyways, <laughs> we don't have to talk about Star Wars the whole time. <laughs> uh, but it does ache me to my bones, irk me to my bones. I don't know. Anyways. It's in your bones. It is in the bones. Um I think the yeah, Kenobi trailer had some updates. There were also there was also a cool shot on a Vanity Fair thing. Last thing about Star Wars, Vanity Fair cover had uh, Mandalorian, it had Ahsoka Tano, it had Obi Wan, and had someone else on it. I was like, all right, I'm excited about that. And then I learned the other news, and I was like, I'm not as excited about that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it won't be like that. I hope it's Speaking not. Speaking of disappointing TV shows, yes, Halo, yeah, Astro Cheeks. Aster cheeks, claps her cheeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> claps her chief. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? I want I want to watch this show. I want to detach myself from the original IP mm. and see if it's a good show. Because me and you still at to at this point have not watched any of it. Correct. But boy, does it sound bad. Yeah. From but the- it really only sounds bad. We probably have got five minutes of footage. As a reference point, yeah, that we keep talking about and circling back to, but boy, is that five minutes impactful? Yeah, it's not great. I've, yeah, I've watched enough, uh, not enough, but I've watched a couple people that have watched the whole thing now give reviews on it. And were they objective, or did you feel like it was a lot of griping that it didn't it use? Felt objective. Okay, it felt very objective. They're Fuck. like, none of it's earned. I don't care about these characters and I actually dislike them because they're poorly like their character traits are bad. Yeah. And the way they're presented is poor. And there's no, there's nothing to give you any, you know what everybody wanted out of this TV show was I want a halo cutscene That's yeah. a feature length. Yeah. And what we got was a group of people that said, we don't want to use the source material, which yeah. mean tells me, Hey, the expanse is a really good TV show that y'all did make expanse adjacent like yeah. don't make this show that yeah it it ties into star wars the people that are making the things right now don't like the source material and yeah, they want to make their own characters that they can market and do stuff with that don't what do you think this motivation other. is like from I, your opinion yeah. it, getting what is the motivation of these people to get on projects where they don't like the source material because it seems to be a concurrent thing Game of Thrones yeah. kind of had a little bit of it at the tail end. Yeah, uh, the boys has the boys have been pretty good. The boys have been really good. Yeah, but it's departed heavily from the source material right. by a group of people that think that the source material was a little too graphic. 
I would agree with that in some aspects. I do some agree things with, I've read. Yeah, I I agree with it. Yeah, but it just because it works doesn't mean it's not doing the same thing. I would say that's a different situation where that's that's not that they don't like the source. It's like this is not palatable for a wider audience. We right. can't put this on TV. I'm talking about the people that made Halo said we don't like and we don't care about original Halo game. We want to make our space game with your characters and Star stuff. Star Citizen the movie. We're taking your toys and we're going to do our own thing. That's Star not, Alliance the movie. Yeah. And same with Star Wars. It's We're taking the things, this world, and we're going to do our own thing in it. And it's not really going to follow any of their conventions or traits. Uh, that, if it's... I think there's two options. And it's either they don't like it, which is the bad option, mm-hmm. or the less bad option is there's legal issues where Bungie were the people that made one, two, and three, which is that original own trilogy portions stuff. of the IP that they Maybe they own something flood about Flood or something. Yeah. They own some aspect of it that they probably could get, but maybe it costs them some money and they don't want to shell out for it. Same with Star Wars where it's like... I'd be shocked if that was the case because Amazon... But I do see yeah. that that could be a potential thing. What do you mean, Amazon? Amazon, since Amazon's no, it's Paramount, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Paramount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paramount should have the kind of money that Paramount, they would. I don't know. Well, since also, I mean, I agree. There's yeah. definitely a possibility, but I think Bungie kind of sold out their share of they it. They did, and I mean, Microsoft owned all of it to begin with, right? So it shouldn't be an issue. But I. That's the least bad option. I want it to rather be that, actually. Right, that's kind of where I'm at. Because it explains more things. But we also, it's not just a Halo thing. It's yeah. a lot of these franchises where people want to, you get people who walk in the door. Really, what I think you get is you get young directors yeah. who are altruistic and want to make an impression on Hollywood. Now, like, this is my only shot, so I want to make sure it's my the only shot anybody ever fucking gives me because this yeah. thing's such a barn burner. It's the He-Man uh, remake as well. People I actually like that. that. I really did like I that. I enjoyed it. I understand yeah. a lot of the criticisms. The thing I'll say about the He-Man thing is it's called Masters of the Universe. It's not yeah. called He-Man. Everybody, like, as somebody who what watched... Is, He-Man the, and the Masters of the Universe? Originally? That's the original show. Right, okay. Yeah, the, this one is Masters of the Universe. Just Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah they made as it, somebody who watched the first episode, yeah. was very frustrated with the fact that it departed from what I expected. Yeah put it down for six months and then picked it back up. Cause I literally just ran out of shit to watch. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really upset that I have to retract that. I thought this was, was bullshit because it was very good. It, it, it I'd, I'd give it a, it was all right. It was, it was fine. I enjoyed it in that it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. Um, cause I did recently watch it. Okay. So yeah. you have wrapped that yes. up. I thought it was good. If you had had He-Man and the Masters of the Universe on the title card, right. I'd then be you, way more upset because yeah. I'm like, this is not a that, show about him. That was also kind of what I boiled down to as well. I was like, huh. But yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of use of old IP. I would even make the argument yeah. that this is how you do a story about tertiary characters. You yeah. drop He-Man from the title. Oh, yeah. You make it a story. You know, this is the Masters of the Universe. And you make it a story about the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. And... Sure, if you know solo a Star Wars story, whatever, like this is falls in that vein, but they it's just functionally better. Yeah, uh, it's also half hour bites of a kids' TV show, a lot of death for a kids' TV show. Yeah, um, I don't know. Eh. They they just they did and executed a better job, and they were more appropriate with titling. They executed a better job for sure. Now, like if you did Halo Dimensions, yeah, and you very pointedly said. This is not your Halo. I mean, they did come out and say that ahead of time. They're like, "This is not. We're not following anything. It's a different timeline entirely." Yeah, two. But weeks it's a worse story. Yeah, it's 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 not even that. It's just a bad story. I would almost the way I'd open this is yeah. almost like a. Um, I'd open with like forerunners. Yeah, the things that don't exist in the universe of this show now. Like, I'd open with Forerunners in, like, a last stand. Uh, Gurren Lagan. Yeah. Very first episode. Yeah. You get a fight scene that does not exist, Actually exist or yeah. pertain to any of the rest of the 28-episode run. It's supposed. I think it's supposed to be in, like, the final episode or whatever, but that scene is never in there right. specifically. It was, well, it was supposed to be in there prior. It was written and drawn into yeah. the first panel of the manga, 
before it became a mecha manga. Right. Before so, they'd finished it off and all that. Yeah. Before they realized where it was going to go. It wasn't supposed to have mechas in it, but yeah. at the point that scene was inserted. Whoops. Yeah. Um, and then it became a giant robot thing instead of a space pirate thing. Yeah. It was great. Either yeah. way. And it is it, that scene goes harder than just about any other piece Absolutely. of content ever. Yeah. Ugh. All those lights in the sky are stars and they are our enemies. God. Uh, Put it in my so veins. good. Ugh. Yeah, I just I I, it, I just we'll we'll watch the Halo TV show. We'll do it. That'll be a live stream where we'll get you guys where you guys can sync up. Well, you got to pay for Paramount, so it'd be tough because only people that are no. But we'll like record the audio. We'll be watching it. And we'll have a timer right in the corner. No, I know. So but people... I'm saying even then, the people that would be watching it would have to be oh, subscribed to Paramount. Well, saying. what I'm saying, we'll live stream it, but then also. Make it into something that if you're watching it mm-hmm. later, you can also pull up our video and concurrently right. stream it. It'll be a Patreon thing, probably. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it'll be for a limited scope audience anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's a very limited scope at that point. Um, but yeah, we'll get a little mystery science three or three thousand with it. Yeah. I'm sure me and Q will drink heavily and throw things at my TV. Yeah, we uh, might have to. We'll put up the screen beforehand. Mm-hmm. The plexiglass sheet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rumble uh, stage. Um. <laughs> the Unreal uh, Five, Unreal Engine Five, oh, looks dude. phenomenal. That I thought it that looks was like bu- real world. I thought that was bullshit. And I thought it was like a real video. And yeah. then when they turn the lights off, like, and I was like, oh. "Oh no, this is actually like really yeah. the engine." I mean, granted, it's all static stuff that's happening there, so they make a static environment look real. Well, but you so th- this is coming on the heels of six months ago. We saw Unreal Engine Five's facial, yeah thing where they had a head talking to you and stuff. Yeah. And I really couldn't tell that was fake. Like I know they've, they've done a great job with it. I'll be honest. You know what I'm excited about? Every time something like unreal engine five comes out, cause yeah. that's going to be tri- only accessible to really triple a games and stuff. Yeah. Unreal engine four is really good. And currently right. what's accessible to triple a games. And when that becomes the bad second tier software. Mm. We're gonna get so much good content from trip from B tier games. Oh god! That no. Unreal Engine Four is now the lower threshold of. It's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> things are gonna look phenomenal. We've got this weird thing where I'm curious if you've noticed this: mm. computer components, game yeah. systems, yeah. engines. Yeah, we're trying to outstrip like quality, speed, all these things. Yeah. And nobody's really pursuing fun anymore. Like yeah. Elden Ring looks gorgeous in some shots and also like clips through things in others. Like Yeah, it stutters sometimes. It doesn't run the best. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. And that's like that's why Elden people are like Elden Ring's trash, da, 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 it doesn't load very well. The bats look like they're like glitching in the distance. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I'm like, yeah, but, but is fun. it fun? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there There's a great a couple great videos of people reacting to horrible Elden Ring reviews. Mm-hmm. One guy clearly just didn't even do the tutorial, never learned how to lock on, lock on, never killed anything. Hmm. He got up to the, he got through the big cave at the beginning, hit the first NPC that's not hostile. Hit oh, him three times. Guy? Yeah, Vare or whatever. Yeah. Hit him three times because it takes more than one hit to get the guy aggro on you. Mm-hmm. And the thing kills him. Yeah. And it, he's it, upset about this. Because that's kind of an OP NPC. Like, I've seen people very high level yeah. still get murked by him. Yeah. He warns you multiple times. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, oh, this is bullshit. So he finally runs away and runs up to the golden the fucking tree sentinel. tree sentinel. Yeah. The big fuck off enemy. Mm-hmm. And I was then surprised that it killed him too. The one that they predominantly tell you to avoid fighting until you're at a lower yeah. level. The one that's clearly like. The, it's mm. literally there to prove the point that you can walk around bosses. Yeah. It's to prove the point. This is an overworld game. Figure your own way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. Where people are like, it's a bad game because of that. Dude, it's like, you I was in a bit of a panic when I yeah. first bought that game and the <laughs> grafted scion, the very first oh, boss. Yeah. I was like, oh God, is this the first boss? And I've got to, and I'm just going to keep respawning until I beat this sucker. And then I died and like it spawned me in a different location. I was like, oh, thank God. Yep. It do, they, they do it almost every time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Or recently they've done that. Yeah. I do like a fake out like that yeah. once in a while. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you, though. We've gone after a lot of stuff to, like, 
pursue higher quality stuff. We're chasing a pinnacle, but it's kind of we're we're really sprinting up the wrong mountain. Yeah, we're not going for fun. Yeah, Bat- Battlefield Bad Company Two. Yeah, probably a peak of fun gaming. Probably a peak Battlefield game too. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, and then EA bought it and decided to take a shit in their bed. And mm. oh wait, that's Amber Heard. Um, <laughs> Which she was also doing terribly in her. Did you things. okay? What do you think? Did she actually do a rip of coke in huh? the courtroom? Oh no, I, I think she was just blowing her nose. But it does sort it does of look, look like, like that. she's doing a rip of yeah. coke. It does absolutely look like she's dabbing a little bit in her nose. Mm-hmm. She was holding for a press to take her picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does look like she's just ripping a line. Uh, I've got I've got stuff on that. Uh, you do we jump to that? There's a lot of stuff we can talk about. Is anything under video game news pique your interest that we haven't covered? There's one other thing. Uh, Astro Cheeks, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, that one. Um, what happened there? They, so King, the people that made Candy Crush, are yes. owned by Activision Blizzard. Okay. Unprompted. No one asked this, but Activision Blizzard put out a press release or a blog the other day saying, hey, look at this thing that King made. That quantifies how diverse we are in our games with our characters. It literally puts a ranking on anything you can think of for a character. So race, uh, sexual orientation, is it uh, like, physical abilities. Is it for the people who are signed up to play? It's, or? For, it's for the developers to develop diverse characters. To which the developers responded, what the fuck is this? Also, we have eyes. We can do it on our own. <laughs> that one person came out saying, it's incredible how our own company continues to squander any goodwill that we, the developers, create and drum up. Here's, here's a picture of, of what they did. All right. It's a Fill some air time hepti- while I... I think it's a heptagram. So it's seven sides or whatever. Yep, that would be hepta, I believe. And it basically is, it draws a line based on how far out from the center you are, the center being cis white male that's very common in video games. It has a good point, sort of. Like, I get the idea behind it, but the execution is horrendous. And also, there's no reason for them to announce that they were doing this. I don't know. I'm going to go with Dr. Drew on this one about the rational revolution and say that this is just stupid. It is. I'm I'm not even going to defend that it's coming from a good place because it's propaganda to try and get people to feel like you're doing a better, like you're taking work you've already done and you're trying to misconstrue it as intentionally forcefully inclusive later. Yes. I think the whole thing should be shamed. Yeah. The, uh, they put up an example of some character who's like a 60 year old woman with one eye. Yeah. And they were like, she's Egyptian. So that gets a seven. Yeah. She's Arabic, so that gets a seven as well. Age sixty, that's a seven and on the score. Using her in that game is hell, so zero. <laughs> uh she's one eyed, so that's a four. But she's slim and curvy, that's a zero. She's that's a, a, zero. a woman. Ah. A woman, which is a five. It's like, what the fuck do these things mean? You had to go through Buddy. and assign values to this. I saw that some lady on TikTok was talking about how going uh on a diet was fat phobic. Oh, and I was like, congrats. Like, you know what? I The only thing that crossed my mind was I hope I don't have to pay anything towards her cardiovascular disease. I have a really, It flew all over me. I have a really bad. It's not a joke, but it's a comment that I heard on from another live stream guy. It's not that bad, but I feel like we're not. <laughs> I haven't been drinking enough for us to get into it. it. Basically, the guy's like, you know who's really fat phobic? Your body. Yeah. Your body's fat phobic. Your heart will just stop yeah. working. It'll It'll panic. He went on to say, you know anyone that's 90 years old and very large and overweight? No, because they're dead. (laughs) It's like, oh. This isn't to say that, like, you can be whatever way you're. I'm not in shape. I'm absolutely out of shape. Neither one of us are in impeccable. Like, neither one of us are running a marathon tomorrow. I'm not trying to tell you how you should look. But we could both run a marathon in two months. Probably. We We could get there. I'm not trying to tell you how you should look or anything like that. Like, but. And it's not to judge anyone on their character based on how they look, which I think no. is the whole point yeah. of the body well, shape. And that's stuff. kind of, yeah. Like, that's the heart of it, and it's got hijacked. Yeah, like, I get it. Don't yeah. bully people. Yeah. But you can tell somebody they probably should go for a jog every once in a while without being a bully. 
don't be an ass about it. Probably. Yeah. Is what. I'm not that don't, person. Don't tell someone I know on the that. street. <laughs> yeah. So I don't tell people to go take a jog. Exactly. Anyways. No, but I'm. Yeah, like it, this forced inclusion crap and this retroactive assigning of we did this out of the goodness of our hearts. You yeah. should thank us. It just burns goodwill, and all it does is just it. It's infuriating yeah. to watch. Yeah. The it was great to see Twitter, both the left and right side of Twitter, come together to universally say, "What the fuck is this?" Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was. Yeah. And I probably have not explained my point very well in a way that people aren't going to be upset with it. No, I think you. I think you're all right. I don't care though at this yeah. point. Like I'm just cut. Yeah. Great times. Uh, Amber Heard. Amber Turd. Amber Turd. Let's jump to that. Uh, she uh, apparently her role in Aquaman two has been significantly diminished. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't dumped her and put like Emily Clark in there. I, I mean, yeah, Emily there Clark. was there was rumors of her that happening. I don't think they will out of principle. Also, they haven't dumped Ezra Miller yet, they're so going. they're not gonna. Well, you know what's crazy is that they won't dump Ezra Miller or Amber Heard, and they dropped Henry Cavill and Batfleck. Yeah, Batfleck didn't want to do more of it. To be fair. I don't know. Did Batflight not want to do more, or had he been just beaten down behind the scenes with the whole process? Maybe a little both. I have also heard that he might show up a little bit in the Flash movie. Batflash? Yeah. Um, I, that's a rumor I heard. What's, but the, what's the death metal um, universe Batflash? Bat uh, uh, it's Dark Knight's metal. Yeah. Or something there, like that. But there's... Each one of them have a name. Oh yeah, I can't think of which. which oh, the the Flash one is yeah. Red Death. Red Death. That's yeah. It. yeah, 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 yeah. I'd yeah. love to see Batflat come in as Red Death. <laughs> he won't, but that would be great. Yeah. Um, maybe that's what the other Ezra Miller is. Who knows? Anyways, uh, what the Ezra Miller that's not in jail constantly. Right well, now? those two Ezra Miller flashes <laughs> in that Flash movie. Oh. Yeah, that's in the trailers. I'm sure I would have caught that if I had paid attention. That yeah. movie is very low on my cares yeah yeah i you know i i love the flash flash is one of my favorite characters the issue is i don't like ezra miller and so that one kind of felt a little spoiled makes it hard to it yeah makes it hard for sure um yeah amber heard also is uh on the stand right now being cross-examined or being questioned by johnny depp's lawyers Mm -hmm. she basically came out and said yes i wrote the article about johnny depp did you see that she got caught uh is perjury where you lie on the stand? Yeah, perjury is where you lie under oath. Yeah, she lied under oath, got caught there. About the donation? Yeah. yeah, which has been really skimping a line of you pledged money versus donated, but yeah. she said it both ways. and She didn't. She said pledged every time, and the lady was like, donated, and she's like, I use them, the, I use them as one she word. She said donated in like the original article. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. yeah she has only said pledged on the stand, which is very like retroactively trying yeah. to. Well, she came out and said, "I use pledge and donated uh, interchangeably." Interchangeably. Yeah. Yeah. And the lawyer who's like, "I don't." Yeah. The law doesn't. Did you pay it? Yes or no? And she's like, "No, I have not been able to." Yet. I ha- you've had I've it for sued. a year. Yeah. You've been, had it for thirteen months. Thirteen months. Yeah. I can't remember if it was nine or thirteen, but I was like, "Yeah, it, it's been enough time to do something." It's with been it. enough time. Could have been a real quick fix there by just donating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just, they're both probably bad people. Almost certainly. But Johnny Depp is really. Making out like a bandit yeah. on this. Court of public opinion. Yeah. Really on his side. I am too, though. But oh, yeah. I'm kind of opposed to anybody who shits in somebody else's bed. I have principle. Fair. I, yeah. I'm a man yeah, yeah. of principle. <laughs> uh, this town used to have principles. Um. Speaking of principles, do you want a super bad too? Because Not Judd really, Apatow but does. I, I typically don't want any sequel to a comedy. Yeah. Judd Apatow does, and none of the original cast do. So you're in the same boat as literally everyone on the planet. What? Oh, I, if I was to trust anybody with doing a sequel to yeah. something like Superbad, Judd Apatow would probably be my guy. I still don't want it. Yeah. Um, can you name a single sequel comedy that did well? Um, Grown Ups Two doesn't exist except for as a title in my brain. Yeah. Um, the Hangover Two did fine. Yeah, but it but was it so much worse than the yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm trying to think of comedy. Twenty Two ex- Jump Street. Twenty Two Jump Street. You got me. Yep. There you go. Yep. 
You shot a hole in Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 22 Jump Street took 21 and just elevated, elevated it. it. Yeah. Anchorman 2, though. Real yeah. state. Like, I can, I can, of, I can name you 50 movies for those two that we just named that are good. Probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty that were stinker Super sequels. Troopers. Yeah. Wayne's World 2. Funny. Not as good as the first. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah. Well, there's a whole there. That was the third one, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Bill and Ted's something adventure. Excellent adventure and bogus. Completely bogus. Mm. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Tell us. You tell us what are good uh, comedy sequels. <laughs> um. Oh, Black Mirror's coming back. Yep, Black Mirror's coming back for sixth season. They had a little hiatus. They're coming back around though. You know what? I actually like Black Mirror's method to the madness because they kind of just disappear until they have. Yeah. Ideas. They don't try and force anything. I'd agree. Um, what is this about Netflix? Oh, so Netflix put out a. <laughs> I love I love watching you read the notes that I put in there. <laughs> um, yeah, Netflix put out a, a a post to their employees saying to be smart and use the money that they're that customers are paying them wisely when selecting and greenlighting new programming. Don't be, don't be putting out the shit you've been putting out for some groups of people. Because I'm not opposed to that message. I agree. It it's reads a good weird. Message. It does. <laughs> I, they both read weird in the yep. fact that they followed it up by saying you might not be comfortable with everything that we put on the site. If you're not, I you did might need see to find that they said. Yeah, I did see that they were like, if you're going to be an activist internally, like Spotify, you're going to get the same offer as Spotify. Find I mean, employment elsewhere. Yeah, it's people freaking out about Dave Chappelle's comedy special previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that stuff. It's they're saying like, look, some people clearly like this. A lot of people clearly we, like well, this. Also, We're, we have four million titles on here. Yeah, you're not gonna like them all. Yeah, like exactly. That's the purpose of the service. Yeah, find what you <laughs> like. So it's craziness there. Um, I feel like the first two items of economics, I will kind of just. I'm I'm not well, ready to rediscuss those too much. Yeah, we can hold that off until next week. Yep. But I will just say that stable coins aren't that stable and the everything bubble has popped. Yep. And we'll leave it at that for now. And Jake wishes all the crypto bros a merry, happy, lose all your money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Inflation bad, definitely happening. Short Tesla right now, definitely happening. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Tesla, I think because of that stock going down, um, Elon Musk probably not going to purchase Twitter. I did see that he was iffy on it now. Yeah, he he came up with an out about oh, there's so many bots on the service. We don't know the true value of it. It's like that's probably kind of, true and probably almost certainly true, but it's also like a that's not a very good reason for you to back out I, of this. Yeah, he, he knew there were bots. Well, yeah, I arguably he was overpaying at yes. the time. And Twitter has since devalued over him trying to buy it. Yeah. Which means if he, what I could see happening is he backs out. Now that it's devalued a bit, he pushes back in at a lower bid and buys it later and saves himself millions of dollars. Probably. Sells a bunch of Tesla stock now. Yeah. So he gets the pays money. The lo- yeah, pays the losses forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that seems like what's more likely going to happen. What's also weird, though, is that this was the first time we looked at a millionaire or billionaire ultra rich. Yeah. Um, he got upset that they're buying a media service. Bloomberg owns Bloomberg. Bezos owns Washington post. Yeah. Like every major media service is owned by, by a very rich yeah. dude. Like, uh, wisecracked has a great video about it yeah. as well. And because they don't agree with Elon Musk is why they've all thrust into the limelight for us to get upset about. Yeah, exactly. Oops. Ugh. It's, it's all dumb. Twitter's just the one that, you know, is seeing the most backlash because it's where our politicians yeah. disseminate the most information to their constituents. And if somebody starts holding their feet to the fire, they just want to crucify that person. Exactly. We uh, we probably don't need to cover that, but I did see a... Yeah, I don't want to touch that one. I did see a good article, or not article, a good video about inflation being bad for everyone, even the rich. Yes. Um, it's just proportionally less bad for them. I think it was still pretty bad. I'll see if I can pull it up real quick now. Um, while you're pulling that up, astronomers have the first image inside of a black hole. 
uh, inside of our galaxy's black hole. Ah, okay. Let's um, see if I can't find that. Uh, I've got it for you here. It looks like a really blurry uh, ring from the Lord of the Rings. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. I yeah. It's not a good picture, but it's a picture. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of terrible jokes. Uh, oh man. Um. Okay, so I've got here uh, the article it was from Business in- Business Insider about inflation being high. Uh, Bloomberg's Joe Weisenthal reports that the 500 richest people in the world have lost over one trillion dollars this year. Um. Which I mean is again a drop in the bucket. But. Yeah, but that's also here. You know what? Here's the difference that I bet you is not being captured in that sentence. Yeah, is that it's uh, unrealized gains? No, in stock options. It's talking about crypto people. I fuck. Them. I just remembered the rest or read the rest of it saying, for instance, this crypto takes major hits. Uh, the Coinbase founder has seen his net worth fall from eight billion to two point two billion. And the CEO of Binance, another crypto thing, saw his net worth shrink from $96 billion to $11.6 billion. I wonder where a lot of that $1 trillion came from. Yeah. Hey, everybody out there, turns out if you buy things that don't exist, they, they don't exist. Mm, like, there's no value because <laughs> yeah. they're made up. He, you know, here's a great way to think about it is imagine if I bought – oh, okay, here's a great one. The mm. guy who bought Jack Dorsey's NFT – for two point eight million dollars, right? Yep. Um, he sold it for sixty eight hundred or sixty eight thousand. Sixty eight thousand. Sixty eight thousand. No, sixty eight hundred. Yeah. 6, Sorry, I thought six thousand eight hundred dollars. Um, so it lost ninety nine point nine percent of its total value. Basically. Oh yeah. Um, now imagine I bought a McLaren uh gt mm. the the or mclaren f1 the yeah. 90s car that was completely insane they now trade at a million two million plus right um now imagine i bought that car mm. that car burned to the ground insurance decided to tell me to piss off and i was just left with nothing like you sold the rear view mirror yeah like <laughs> imagine having an asset like that that's completely uninsured that if it yeah. somebody just tells you it's worth no money it's suddenly worth no money it's completely bananas yeah yeah i was Telling you earlier my take on NFTs, it's virtual stamp collecting. Not non-fungible tridents? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, a joke for a very small number of people. Yes. Uh, I had a lot of space news this time. As you can tell. <laughs> um, yes. As in more than it. more than any of it. <laughs> more than usual. I'm you know, the thing that I find interesting is plants being grown on lunar soil. So lunar soil is super fine powder. If we made like a um, plants grown first off, were they grown on Earth? Yes. Okay, in that soil. In that soil. Um, Which is technically just Earth soil, but that's been up in space and no, super radiated. It's not. I think it is. It's oh, it, so they brought up Earth soil and then brought it back down. No, no, no. I, the moon is made of Earth. So it's very, high, it's got a high, very high ferric content, has a lot more iron than mm. what we typically see on the surface of the Earth. Right. And because of the UV damage it experiences, it's incredibly fine. Yeah. If me or you walked into a room of oh, yeah, no, no, moon I'm, gravity, I'm not saying that it's the same stuff. Okay. Exa- yeah. I'm saying it's made up of the same stuff. Yeah, probably. It's yeah, just yeah. been highly damaged by space and UV and yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, what I find interesting is it's so fine that if me and you were to inhale it, yeah, it would shred our lungs Ugh. in like one breath. Yikes! So like the fact that we can grow plants in it and we can probably do it safely on Earth because even though it's very fine, the extra gravity probably keeps it from suspending yeah. in the air. But that's going to be like one of the big things that why we won't be able to like colonize the moon very easily is air filters will get destroyed or clogged really quickly. Like, the logistics of getting Earth equipment to work up there will be pretty tough. So, I'm reading the rest of the article now, reading the rest of it, saying, the downside was that after the first week, the coarseness and other properties of lunar soil stressed the small flowering weeds so that they grew more slowly than seedlings planted in fake moon dirt from Earth. Most of the moon plants ended up stunted. So... We're not there yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Fertilizer. We're learning. Um, alien door. Oh, yeah. Did you see the actual full article on the alien door? I didn't read it all. No, oh. I just just saw this. It yeah. looks like a, yeah, it looks like a 
doorway on like a set. It's about the size of the your bottle cap. Ah. It's very it's a very tiny rock formation. But there is a great meme of Bernie Sanders sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That makes a lot more sense then. It's probably just like a chip and something. Yep. <laughs> Here's another angle. If you compare the two, it's obvious the quote entryway ends a few feet in. The reply says still three thousand dollars a month in New York. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's see. How subhumanity in 50 years about UFO? Are, I guess, are they going to actually describe what they talked about in those um, release documents on UFOs? Yeah, they, they had something clear today, I think, about U.S. military reveals it has 400 official reports of UFOs, mm-hmm. which is literally any unidentified flying, flying object. object. So it could be... Debris, weather balloons, weather balloon, other countries' planes before they were public knowledge. Yep, anything. But yep. I like the idea that aliens exist. Absolutely. Maybe they'll talk some sense into us. Maybe. Um. Yeah, an astronomer's memoir about Pluto. Yeah, it's, it's titled "Why I, Why I Killed Pluto" and how no how I killed Pluto and why it had it coming. <laughs> how I, I killed Pluto and why it had it coming. I love great. that. <laughs> Apparently, it's like a 10-year-old memoir as well. So, not necessarily news, but I just learned about it recently. I thought it was funny. Okay. Um, Coke bear? Mm-hmm. It's not the Coca-Cola polar bear. This just is a bear that... Bear? This is a real-life bear that got into a lot of Coke. Uh, it's Elizabeth Banks' film starring Carrie Russell, Ray Liotta, Alden Ehrenreich, O'Shea Jackson... Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and it's set for February 24th, 2023. You've got a lot of A-minus, B-plus actors. You sure do. And yeah, I can't I wait of... for this Cocaine Bear movie. <laughs> I'm, You know what I'm in? I, I want to see... We should do a double feature of this and Fat Man. Absolutely. I don't know what Fat Man is, but I'm Fat here Man's for it. Fat the Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. Mm, if this... Santa Claus was a mobster in John Wick. Ah, okay. Then yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was about to say, this doesn't feel like it aged well, <laughs> but then you finished it up with the... Yeah. Santa, yeah. Santa yeah. Claus, John Wick. Um, yeah, hmm. that, I think that's about some bear in like Kentucky or Tennessee that got into a thing of cocaine and terrorized a, a town, a small town. Yeah. Do we jump? Do we jump back to some of this stuff? Yeah, this is all just miscellaneous. Let, let's jump back to some of this stuff cool. next week since we're at the almost 50 minute mark. All right. And we'll go to um, our regular main, scheduled our program. main-ish event. Yes. Are we? We came up with this ahead of time event. Oh boy! Did our it, our plans didn't get ruined a little bit. Event. We Nick, looking at you. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll see you next week. Yep. Um, yeah. So we are going to be talking the first episode of Ozark. Yeah. Uh, because we had to pivot, and that was the only thing that both of us have watched that wasn't anime. Um, yeah, y'all probably wouldn't. We talked about Gurren Lagan a little bit, and I don't think y'all would have enjoyed another 30 minutes of it uh, at I, this point I in time. Talk. Dude, I've already started uh, the Rebuild series again. <laughs> Why again? I, I How enjoy, many times? The art style is really good, and it it's is. also kind of quiet, So, That's and it's right. got a dark color palette, so it can kind of be on in the background while I sleep. Yeah. Same with this. Mm-hmm. Same with Ozark. Uh, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a honestly. very blue color palette. It does. It yeah. could only... I th- almost thought it was going to be the Smurfs with how blue it was. <laughs> I'm blue of a deep of a die. Yeah. Blue man group stepping in. Ah. Uh. Um, I think I'm out of blue puns. <laughs> blue cutaway jokes. Um, I, yeah, this is interesting because it is one of the few shows that doesn't seem to have the Netflix filter on it. Yeah. I would agree. But again, it's only the first episode and all I know is it's blue. Well, it, it manages to keep the filter off of it, but yeah, let's break down the first episode. I'm um, also kind of hitting a wall. I didn't sleep very well last night. Oh, I'm, no. I'm fading fast. Fair. Um, yeah, I, I watched the first episode recently with uh, my girlfriend, at, and um, I think it was because her some of her friends were talking about the series finale that just came out. Yeah, that's kind of when we're circling back yeah. on this, and if we're feeling up to it because the show is very depressing, we might start breaking down more of it yeah i don't think we will i don't think we will either it is a little depressing yeah though my girlfriend does love this show 
And so I almost feel like I'm obligated to watch it at some point. Uh, explain a explain a TV plot poorly. Oh, okay. Um, accountant. Let's circle back around to this because accountant I've, I, takes his family to the lake under bad pretenses for the cartel. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, how about this? Accountant surprises cheating wife with late getaway. <laughs> Accountant uh, takes his money to the dry cleaners down by the lake (laughs) (laughs) after watching all his uh, coworkers get their heads blown off. (laughs) This isn't getting, this is getting more specific now. (laughs) Yep. Uh, No, I mean, it's functionally a great show. I actually, I think it's very good. I think it probably has some seasonal lulls like any TV show has, but this first episode was very gripping. If not, it's very depressing, but it is very gripping. It, um, it and Breaking Bad tell similar themed stories, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. In that Family Man, I didn't path. get into Breaking Bad either. Did you? Oh yeah, a little bit. I didn't watch. I watched a good bit of it towards the end. Okay. Um, I haven't watched every episode. I won't say that, but they're polar opposites in terms of color palette. I like my darkness to be sci-fi. Fair. I don't like it to be things where it can be kind of real. Yeah. Breaking Bad was real enough. But also in the realm of absurdity, that I was to like, the point that it didn't get to you. Yeah, I was like, "This is sad," but I also am not being affected by this mm-hmm. terribly. Um, you know, it's, it was more Game of Thrones esque in that sense. It was like, I feel bad for these characters. I want them to succeed. I don't like when they die. Right. But it's very different in that that's filmed in well, New Mexico. It's very it's orange and bright. Orange and bright. <laughs> and warm. It, it serves as a good juxtaposition to yeah. the story. Yeah. Whereas this is like. Let's take it way down. This is yeah. this is the opposite of Super. Well, Breaking Bad's the opposite of Superman, Man of Steel. Yeah, and this leans a little too heavily in both directions. Yeah, this is we were filming in Chicago, or it's set in Chicago, so it's so, rainy oh, and gloomy. When I rewatched this, though, I was yeah. in a really good mood, and I was laughing at <laughs> some scenes. Like somebody would get murked, and I'd be like, "I might be a sociopath now." <laughs> from when I was last watched this. Oh no! Because I was just like, "What a dumbass!" I, I very much called everything that was going to happen to Grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried not to be an ass about it, but she was like, what you, what's happening? I don't understand what's happening. It's a little procedural procedural yeah. in that way. It doesn't it doesn't tell a new story, but it, doesn't te- it tells a good story, but not a yeah. new story. Yeah. And I mean, there is enough subtlety in that. Like, if you're not, if you're not watching a shit ton of content like we are, you're probably going to be surprised by stuff. It, you know, the all-timer, though, for me is Insidious. Yeah. Um. We were watching, and I was like, there's going to be a hand in that drawer. And then there was a hand in the drawer. I was like, this movie is so predictable that I predicted something as absurd as a hand coming out of a drawer. Is Insidious the one with the Darth Maul character? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, bet you didn't expect that. I didn't expect Darth Maul looking, but I was like, he's going to be right behind him. And then it would be the reveal of him right behind him. And yeah. like, I think I went like... If there were 20 jump scares, I got 16 of them. Like, yeah. I was on a heater that night. Same here, I think, when I first watched it. It's very much one of those, like, I you can feel when the jump scare is going to happen mm-hmm. ahead of time. It, yeah, they do weird panning tricks. This this um, this show kind of has the same thing going for it, where there's lulls in the music yeah. and drop-offs and... Small hints. Yeah, and like Jason Bateman, you know, great actor, phenomenal actor, but he also is very Jason Bateman-esque, and you can see, like, the little mannerisms, like when he puts a glass down or something, and you're like, oh, he's going to sigh. He's going to kind of turn back and say something to somebody. Like, he, it's almost like Ryan Reynolds, where Ryan Reynolds plays Ryan Reynolds, but Jason Bateman plays a ton of different characters, but all those characters have the same tics. I would say... Horrible Bosses perfectly epitomizes the three characters uh, typecasting. Yes. Charlie Day is the weird, wacky guy. Yep. Uh, Jason Bateman Bateman is the straight, sad man. Mm -hmm. And Jason Sudeikis is the funny guy. Funny, happy guy. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I I think that fits them very well. And it's no, (laughs) there's no deviation here. Jason Bateman is the sad, (laughs) straight man. Um, I mean, it starts out with him, I think, given like trying to get a new financial uh with a wealth planner wealth planners they're looking at a new office yeah well they're they're getting a new couple to sign on with them 
And oh yeah, and he's watching his email pops wife. up of someone, some lady. Yes. Blowing a dude. Who he happens to be married to. Seems very amateur esque. Hmm. It's very, very obviously gonna be his wife. Yeah. His wife is cheating on him with some older fat man. Yep. <laughs> um so it's it's just stuff like that that you get like right off the bat of like, wow, yeah, his life really sucks, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then he's going to the thing with his uh, buddy. He's going to the new office to check it out with his uh, co coworker partner. Partner. And the partner's like, "How come you're driving that shitty Camry or whatever, ten year old Camry, and I'm driving around in a Jaguar or whatever?" And it's immediately telegraphing that of the two of them that yeah. could be skimming, it's him. Yeah, it's very obvious that oh. This man's making more money than he should be, and not probably the best ways. Mm-hmm. And then it's proven after he's uh, hallucinating about jacking off in his car to a prostitute. Yep. I, I skipped some that. things. The babysitter. <laughs> oh, was it the babysitter? Yeah, it's the babysitter. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they, they have a family dinner. This is tough, whatever, because he's danced around his wife cheating. He hasn't confronted her about it yet. Goes to. Though I do love yeah. how hard it, when he is like, you cheated on me, you owe it to me to just do what I need you to do right now. Yeah. I'm trying to save your life still. I could just feed you to them if I wanted to. I think he, I think, yeah, after the. Like the coldness of his lines and oh, the God, delivery yeah. of it's exceptional. After the uh, the cartel boss, <laughs> you meet the cartel boss and he's behind everything apparently, but he shows up at the cheating person's house, throws him over the edge. And when they reconvene the wife and uh, Jason Bateman, he's like, "You're welcome," and that's all he says to her in yeah. that scene. I love that. I I love how cold his delivery is on a lot of these lines. Oh yeah, it's so so brutally insensitive. Yeah, but he's all they give him the scene of like, "Oh, he's tucking his kids in, so he cares about his family." Right. Yeah. No, he's not trying to abandon his family. He is yeah. also like a little awkward and stuff. I wonder how the audio is going to come through because I keep on spinning around the microphone. <laughs> if you're hearing it ear from ear, yeah. welcome to our new feature. You're going to get some ASMR. <laughs> this is left to right audio. A little binaural audio. Little Mario. You can tell you're fading fast. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a slap heavy phase. Oh, yeah. That. The business partner dies, gets his head blown off because uh, he's not talking enough or some shit. Two other guys who you don't know die because they're part of it as well. Mm-hmm. They skimmed off a bunch of money. Jason Bateman survives by saying, oh, the Ozarks this is where we're going to do it. Which is some shit he pulled out of his ass. Yeah. Um, it was really just, it was another rat hole that he was looking at. Yeah. And then he. Wasn't, he wasn't even looking at it. The partner was. The partner was like, we were just down here. Y'all should go oh, get away. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he just happened to like spin it. It just, yeah, it fell out of his pocket. He's like, the Ozarks, they're all cash rich there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's the Ozarks. It's not, I don't think it's a very rich place. We'll have to go and explore for you guys. It's Missouri, isn't it? Yep. I yeah. don't want to go. No, I don't either. The, I think the most fun part about this episode is him going to get the money. Him showing up to the banks, bullying the bank manager and all that, and being like, you're not in compliance with federal law if you don't have this much cash on hand because yep. I know there's this, this, and this. So if you want me calling up the... The FCC. Yeah. Nope, FCC's uh, radio. Yeah, F- FDIC? No, F- that's the federal insurance yeah. policy. Yeah, has something to do with that, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Maybe. Um, SEC. That's security exchange. Yep, that's stocks. Yep. We're never going to get it. <laughs> federal Reserve? Maybe. Um the F dick. It's great. Just he shows up the uh, the vault and they're like, "Are you wearing a wire? Are you are you okay?" They're holding up like paper notes. He's like, "I'm fine. I'm not wearing a wire. Fuck off." Clearly, he's doing under duress, but he's not making it clear to them. Right. And he tells the bank manager, "Get me my damn money." Uh, and to the feds, if I want to swim in this like Scrooge McDuck, that's it's my, my business. Money. Yeah, I could do that. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> uh. He, uh, you know. I'm always a sucker for the smartest man in the room moments. Yes. Um, I got to give you a book to read. It okay. is called The Never Hero mm. by, it's about, or what is it? The Jonathan Tibbs Chronicles. First book is The Never Hero. Um, the author is, let me see, let's fill some dead time. But the third book, 
um, has maybe one of the best. T. Ellery Hodges. T. Ellery Hodges, that's it. Uh, has one of the best, like, know, I know everything before it happens moments. That's fun. In all of literature that I ever read. Hell yeah. It was so good. I'm here for that. You didn't Sounds do good. sci-fi? Ooh, nice. Two alien species duking it out on Earth. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it to me. The the story. Not necessarily, you don't have to give me the book right now, but also give me the book. Yeah, it, it's on my <laughs> Kindle, so I can't really give it to you. Ah, well, fuck. Yeah. Um, but I would I will buy it in paperback at some point. Probably. I'll get it. I'll have get it in paperback then, or I'll rent, get it. Mm-hmm. Grace, Grace has a library card or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, I live next to a library annex and regularly just go buy books. Yeah. I'm Who goes sick. to the library? I've got the library card already. I'm just wasting money. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, the year of our Lord 2022, who's going to the library? Hit me, you boy. Um, no, it ain't. Nope. Apparently not. <laughs> it's my girlfriend. <laughs> um, She's not going either. She's getting it on her Kindle. But yeah, if you've enjoyed our breakdown of the first episode of the Ozarks, because I think we kind of hit... Three. We've absolutely, we've gone through it. That's the plot. You've yeah. gotten it. You're not going to get much else yeah, we, <laughs> from we, us tonight. We might start breaking it down in seasonals um, on the Patreon at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't imagine this is one where it would be worthwhile to break down episode by no, episode. No, we're sure not going to, but um, I'd only seen the first episode. Yeah, and we just had to pivot last second. So apologies yeah. for the disruption in typical content. More so than typical. I hope you really enjoyed a lot of the news to begin with. Mm-hmm. This was pretty fun. We had some good conversations, good discussions. Oh, yeah. This was a good primary riff episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, these actually trend pretty well. Yeah. Here's hoping. Fingers uh, crossed. Share it with your friends. Yeah. Share it with your <laughs> friends. If you've made it this far, you have an obligation to share it with somebody. Otherwise, we'll have to sick our lawyers yeah. on you. Hell, play it for your dog or cat. Just mm-hmm. leave it on all day so they can listen. Just make sure that they're using their own device. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're liked and subscribed. Yeah, make sure you get them an iPad and just you know when you leave them at work while you go to work, just have it on repeat. Just play all our episodes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Wrong computer to stop that. <laughs> <laughs>